So basically what we do is we inclusively host employers who do not screen for marijuana or who have dropped marijuana screening from their drug testing panel. That way, medical marijuana patients and cannabis consumers can apply for jobs they're qualified for and don't have to worry about marijuana pre-employment screening. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 49 of Business Therapy, the show where every week, Jonathan and I meet with real professionals and we talk about real business problems. Today on the show, we have Damian Jordan, who's coming uh, this week to talk about some of the scaling uh, questions he has regarding his startup, which is a very fascinating startup, um, by the way. So Damian, welcome to the show. How you doing, Sam? Appreciate you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, of course. So why don't we start off, yeah. Damian, by you just telling the audience a little bit more about yourself um, your business and the challenge you wanted to talk about today. Yeah, absolutely. Well, my name is Damian Jordan. I'm the CEO and founder of Finally, and we're the world's first uh, the world's first job search engine for cannabis consumers. So basically, what we do is we inclusively host employers who do not screen for marijuana or who have dropped marijuana screening from their drug testing panel. That way, medical marijuana patients and cannabis consumers can apply for jobs they're qualified for and don't have to worry about marijuana pre-employment screening. So uh, we're getting ready to scale. Um, I'm excited to um, get our product out there and help all these patients out here in the United States that's being treated in the 37 states. And, um, you know, as a new tech entrepreneur, uh, growth and scale is something that is crucial and critical to uh, our business and just the way that we can learn and uh, grow. So just wanted to sit here and chat about it. Yeah, that's great. Thanks, Damian. So where we always yeah, like absolutely. to start is talking a little bit more about the challenge from your perspective. So scaling is such an expansive topic. And like you said, for a growing business, um, especially in tech, it's a a very prominent topic, right? Because tech companies, as mm -hmm. you scale, it can be kind of intangible. So why don't you tell us a little bit more about what you feel like is either already coming up as a challenge in your, in your scaling journey or what you kind of anticipate as a challenge. Let's hone in a little bit more about where, where you might be feeling some tension. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, and I would probably say just kind of understanding um, when, like as a young startup, as we are, you know, for, for me, it, it's, it's having the right help so we can scale. Let me start there. And, and it's basically understanding, you know, I'm a non-technical founder. So, you know, there's components to understanding our website, our traffic and what's required of us to get into specific markets. And then also understanding our, our, our customers, you know, that is really our biggest challenge that we've seen. Um, and then, which is why, you know, for us, while we're raising capital and while we're out here, you know, getting in front of our job seekers and the employers as well, so we can help uh, get them to better understand how we're getting them new talent and how we're creating more opportunities for job seekers to meet those employers by getting into those uh, exact markets. Maybe, Damien, tell us where you are in that journey. So, like, where, where is the company right now? Yeah, we're in a great space, man. Um, to date, we've already had 13,000 users. You know, um, it's, a, it's been an exciting time just to see the user growth. Um, the, the traffic for us has, you know, 91% of our traffic is organic search. You know, that just lets you know it's that many people out here looking to meet with employers that's consuming marijuana. And the thing is, it's not just that, the, you know, it's not just people who are, uh, 
you know, cannabis consumers, like these are patients. Like, you know, that that's the one thing I think that I, I really, you know, when I'm having these talks with, with people, I really want them to understand we're talking about patients. We're talking about people um, that are consuming marijuana as a medicine that are qualified for these positions, but do not have access to these opportunities because of the medicine that they're consuming. And, you know, the 37 states in the United States reflect that. So <clears throat> for us, you know, it's it's really understanding it and, and getting in front of those users and, and basically building that product. You know, for us, you know, scaling and building the product with the right team and um, we're going into uncharted territory. You know, you know, we're we're a cannabis company, which is a new industry. We're in tech and we're employment, you know, I mean, uh, in healthcare as well. And that's another facet of our business that I wanted to expand on um, is that, you know, what we also do is, and the reason why it's so important to me is not only do we get medical marijuana patients jobs, but we also help potential job seekers who may be uh, medical marijuana patients. We match them with uh, medical marijuana doctors that can certify. So on the front end, you come in, get a job with an employer that doesn't screen, but also what we do is we connect you with medical physicians so you can get your uh, medical marijuana card. Is this site uh, devoted just to medical marijuana users? Uh, no, not at all. No, this is anyone. So, you know, that's the unique thing. So the way we look at it is, you know, let's just say, um, let's just say, you, you know, you're a, a VP of marketing and you go to Las Vegas to go celebrate a, a bachelor party, you know, when you consume in a recreational state only to come back home and apply for a position or interview for a position to then be screened, fail the screening. And the next thing you know, you lose out for opportunity, all of something that you did recreational and also at that time, cannabis may not have been something that you've identified with, but you paid the consequences for consuming mm -hmm. it. You know what I mean? And that's unfortunate, not only for you, but also for the employer as well. You know, so for us, we want it to be as though, you know, you have a clear choice and a clear place to go. So like you can go onto our competitors and you can type in, you know, VP of marketing and you can get 10,000 results. But out of that 10,000 results, you don't know which one screened for marijuana. You come on our site, you type in VP of marketing, you get 10,000 results. You know, none of those companies screen for marijuana. There is no barrier to employment. So that's, you know, for us is getting it out there. So not only job seekers who are patients currently, but also job seekers who could be potential patients, but also people who are also in recreational states. And I'm, I'm, I know that our listeners are going to be very interested in the, <laughs> in the topic. Um, is the, is this, uh, for people who are worried about the screening alone, or is it also potentially people who might've been, uh, who might have something that would be revealed in a background check, um, from back in the day when it might've been illegal to, uh, uh, to use marijuana? Uh, that's a great question. I think it's like twofold a little bit, you know, on the, on the job seeker side. I mean, it's, it's really just the transparency you know, um, it, of, of knowing that if I can, if I consume this, I'll be okay. You know, the, the, the background checks, you know, that's something completely different, you know, for most employers are probably going to go through that. But for us, it's, it's the removal of the marijuana. So marijuana has become legal in these states and it's here and it's here to stay and it's, and it's growing. 
And, and the thing is, you know, also the, the employer, you know, the, the employer has to start making these decisions and understanding, like, you know, if I'm going to keep having these uh, pre-employment screenings, am I closing off myself to today's talent? You know, I always say this is my favorite stat, you know, 47% of college students consume marijuana. That is today's job market. You know, that is that is people today searching for these jobs and you need to understand either what they're into or what they're being treated for. You know, and I think that's one of the biggest things where on the employer side, you know, they, I, I think they also think that people are going to just be showing up to work high. And that's another misconception, you know, um, which is troubling because it's like, you know, hey, and that's another thing on our page. You go, you know, we have a whole employee landing page where we let them know um about the drug free uh, the drug free workplace act of 1988 so the drug free workplace act of 1988 says you don't show up to work drunk you don't show up to work high this is the same circumstances <clears throat> for marijuana same thing you know this is what these people are consuming their medicine off hours from the job you know um so it's clarity uh, and if I got to answer your question, <laughs> no, no, that's, that's perfect. Yes, yeah, yes, yes, yes. Um, and, and you work uh, with the employers as well, or uh, to to find out their policies, or because now we're going to start getting into the the question you came on for uh, the scaling. Sure, I just want a sense of what that process is um, for you to even have to for you to have gotten those thirteen thousand uh, users already. Yeah, 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 absolutely. So it, for us, it was you know just data mining. You know, getting out there and, and finding out which employers screened, which ones did not screen, uh, which employers were in cities that um, do not allow pre-employment screening, you know, and also, you know, posting career positions uh, for that. You know, we, you know, here in Philly, you know, we post, you know, all types of jobs, banks, you know, one of our clients is a banking institution out here. You know, for us, it's really getting getting it out there and getting these people to understand it. But the, uh, the posting of the jobs, um, we, we gather them from all sorts. And that's the thing we're for every employer. You know, a lot of people think that we're a cannabis company. You know, we service cannabis consumers, you know, um, people who consume that medicine. So, and, and that's the thing it's, it's on every level, you know, from the, the, the C-suite, the executive VP level to, you know, to, to any other level, um, beyond that uh so it's um it, it, it just, i just believe it affects all people and the employers need to understand that that these this is today's job and workforce and they're great people you know it, it, that's the that's the cool thing like hey and i always say this like if you have any questions about the people you know that's job search job searching on your platform and the, the type of quality of the talent like look at me like i built the platform like look we can do this you know, like, you know, you know, like we're talented people, you know, um, and I think um, that's that's the one of the things that, you know, we want them to to see um, and everyone, you know, a safe space. Finally, is a safe space. And why did you start the company? What 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 motivated you to do this? I was drinking alcohol. You know, I mean, I went through one of the hardest times in my life in 2017, you know, almost lost both of my parents at the same in the same year. Uh, I was in a relationship and she got a job, uh, moved to DC with the Wizards. You know, um, I had a sports management firm and I didn't have any clients signed to me. And I had a job in finance and that I hated. And I just felt like I just wasn't doing something um, 
that was pushing me further. And then, you know, just like many people, you know, I was drinking and I had a buddy of mine. He came over and he was like, Hey man, like this ain't you. And I was like, of course it's not me, you know? And, and, but, but what he did is he introduced me to cannabis and he educated me. So he, he let me know what sativas was and not the hybrids and the indicas and he educated me on the science you know and then you know from <clears throat> learning about cannabis i started healing myself i started getting the, the the medical side of it and it just so happened that there was a medical marijuana doctor that lived in my building so you know and then from that you know i started consuming cannabis so now as i'm consuming cannabis you know i'm feeling great and i say okay you know um maybe i'll go work for a larger sports firm so i'm you know i'm getting ready to apply for all these larger sports firm positions and i said am i going to have to stop consuming something that's helping me to go get a job and then that's when it made me reflect on all of my friends from college who would stop consuming cannabis for 30 days just to go on a job interview, drinking, you know, all this crazy stuff, buying fake urine, you know, and, you know, wonky stuff. I mean, serious, like the stuff that they have people drinking just to get over the, the, the barrier for employment um, is wild. So, and, and, and in that moment, it made me realize like, this is a real problem. And, um, and then also I had a client uh, when I was working at the bank and she was like, oh man, you got a great job. You work at the bank. I was like, well, why don't, like, why don't you apply? Like it's, it's a job. And she goes, I consume, she's like, I smoke marijuana. You know, she's, she's a medical car, but she has a psychology degree, but she was looking to, you know, get into finance, you know, looking for some transferable skills. And I was like, well, we don't screen for marijuana. And her first thing was the bank doesn't screen. And then that's when I was like, this is the problem, you know, no one's talking to each other. And, and, and the thing is, you know, so many people are essentially job searching in the dark, you know? So just imagine right. like you're, you're not even applying for jobs that you're qualified for under the assumption that that employer may screen in which they may not. Right. Right. And now they have a site they can go to. Okay. So. And now they have their you, site that they can go to. You, you had your vision you were able to amazingly execute, you know, even, uh, you know, <laughs> clearly a short period of time. Um, and now you're at the point where 13,000 users and, and I think Sam, you know, this is where you were, you were getting into it, uh, with, uh, like where, how is it revealing itself that you need to scale? Like, how is it like, where's the, where's the, the border or the boundary that you can't push through because of, uh, um, of where you, of, of the challenge that you came onto the show for. Mm -hmm. Well, I, I recently just, I just had a conversation uh, with an employer and they just told me that they would give me their national account and we need, a, we need, we need the technology to hold that. So, you know, that just gives you where we're at. And then even the physicians, I have physicians waiting for us to, 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 continue to build out our product stronger, you know, so we can deliver more patients to them, you know, because this is a growing need. Um, so th that's really, that's really where we've been at, you know, it's, it's right now, everything has been accelerated to meet, you know, job seeker, employer and physician demand. 
Like that's where, you know, and as a, you know, I'm, you know, I'm black, I'm in tech, I'm in cannabis, you know, and this is, it's a, it's a new experience, you know, like I'm out here raising capital, you know, um, that's therapy in itself. (laughs) 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 No, it's, it's, it's all love. Um, I think the, the best thing is, is, um, honestly, that really keeps me going is that when I talk to people, they constantly remind me that they need my pro- they need this product. They like, they need it. And, and that's what keeps me going. And that's, and that's why, you know, we've been putting the pedal to the metal and we've been great, man. We've got, I've got some great advisors. I've connected with some great people in the city, you know, like we're here, you know, you know, we will be closing our round very shortly. So, you know, this is, this is an exciting time and just to get out there and, and, and add something new, add something new to the world. Mm-hmm. And what does it mean that you have, you said you have an employer who wants to use the site, but you need to build out the tech. What mm-hmm. does that mean? Cause you have employed, like you have, jobs on there now so what is this a new offering is this a, an additional well, just, uh just in terms of full-on capabilities um of, of just everything that in, that comes with with dealing with a large employer um like that you know which is which is why you know we're building out that technology because you know um for us being a startup it's about handling uh, handling everything that comes with it, all the right amount of traffic, all the right amount of information, everything, you know? So, so it's um, like enterprise, enterprise level yeah, security yeah, and, yeah, yeah, and passing absolutely. like penetration tests and things like that. Yeah. Correct. And, and without okay. getting too technical, I want to make sure that yeah. I understand that part also, <clears throat> because, you know, today you have 13,000, which is already a pretty big population for a startup. And then, like you said, with an enterprise account and some of these other things, is it, is it really just taking all the great stuff going on the site right now and just making it, making the technology strong and capable enough to meet bigger, bigger and bigger requirements? Or are you adding new functionality? Is it a combination of both? Absolutely. It's a combination of both. So we will be um, building it out so we can handle that and then also developing a new functionality. So like, even though I'm non-technical, I have some great ideas, you know, because being a job seeker, you know, the great part is, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of pain points, you know, there's a lot of barriers that, you know, here at finally that we're going to, we're going to solve. I, I, you know, I can't speak on them just yet, but I will say that um, it's, um, we're looking to do something very different. And what I mean by that is we're going to open up, we're going to open up the communication lines. That way there's a better accountability so people can be um, properly placed. There we go. Yeah. And um, and and that's just really that's just really important to me. Yep. Yeah. So I, I would add then before we dive in, and I and scaling is such a huge word. When we talk yeah. about scaling a business, you know, I, I'm going to go into where I would say technical a little bit of a technical term for it so that we can help differentiate some things because it sounds like you're kind of growing and expanding and still ideating and creating new products and mm-hmm. services. And whereas scaling to me is always, how do we take the, 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 a stable product and service that we're getting a lot of success with and create more capability, like capacity to do more of that. So mm-hmm. the one thing on this call that I think we can help at least differentiate as we start is 
it sounds like you want to do both. You already have a great product and service that you want to scale, which is you're, you're finding technical or let's say employee limits. And we'll, we'll maybe explore that more in a minute. That would say we want to do more of the same good things. And that is sort of the technical term scale. We want to scale our business so that we can just produce more or we can have more flow. But then simultaneously, you want to create new products and services, which I would definitely recommend putting a line on and saying that's not part of scaling. That's just also part of developing, ideating, growing, mm. Um, mm. expanding your portfolio of service and products. Because I will say, principally speaking, scaling the business has, is going to be complicated enough on its, on its own. So if you conflate the generation of new services and what is essentially R&D processes into the scaling process, it's going to make it unnecessarily mm. complicated and difficult. So even like as we start to draw that line, it's going to help compartmentalize your efforts because building new products and services takes a whole different product like process and mindset than scaling success that you already know and is stable. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. It's um <clears throat> so let me ask you this question with with that pertaining to the scaling part. <clears throat> will that's a good, I mean you just put it so eloquently. I'm just trying to think of um, let me, sorry, I'm just, I'm thinking, I'm thinking that's how I get, um, let me ask you this in terms of scaling, right? So for us to get our product into different areas, or let me say to, to scale, to meet, to meet with the employer side, right? So you, we were speaking about the employer side in a little bit from your perspective, you know, um, how would you suggest um, to take on national accounts or national employers to scale properly from where we're at. Mm -hmm. So the scaling, and this is the part where <coughs> I think as we're spending a few minutes on the nuance of like, like, like Jonathan, I think kind of identified if you're working with small businesses, they might not have, let's say the security requirements or some of the mm. other requirements, which is like new functionalities to your technology. But yeah. in order to add those, you're actually offering them the same services that you are today, we're presuming. So let me, an example, like, let's say you were um, just like a factory. I always find that it helps to do like tangible things to kind of set the stage. Right. The factory is making widget widgets, widget A. So if you produce, you're able to produce a hundred widget A's today based on the factory's size and, and capability. If you get a major client that's gonna double that, like a new enterprise client, they're gonna say, we want you to double your production. And we want to make sure that you're ISO certified and that the widgets you're producing meet a new standard of quality that you've never met before. Mm. So there's two challenges here. The first is you have a scaling problem because you're only outfitted to make 100 and you need to now create the factory so that physically you can make 200. So that's one aspect of it <coughs> where you just need to replicate or expand your current capability to meet the demand. Now, if the client asks for additional certification on the product that your current customer base is not asking for, that in order that would become a new requirement to add to your your capability set but you're mm. selling them the same product they're still asking for just the same widget that you've been making they're not asking you for fundamentally like an, a widget b or a widget c <clears throat> as part of the deal yet they're just right. asking for you to produce more of the same thing with some additional requirements to match their scale and their security requirements etc so in your journey right. right now i was trying to relate to that because you were saying well we've got this new big employer coming on so I think the question is, 
what are you trying to sell them or what are you trying to scale uh, in this uh, scenario? Is it the same products and services for now, but you just have additional requirements? Are you also <laughs> selling them on, we're gonna build new stuff? So it's kind of separating those dimensions. Right, yeah. So to answer that, okay, great. So maybe I didn't get it prior in the, in the prior question, but um, so I got it now. Um, essentially, it's it's that's the thing. It, it's one of those where we have to decide if, if we're capable at this stage to take them on. Mm-hmm. You know, because they're going because it's going to demand so much for it, and that's that kind of goes back to what I was saying earlier. While we've accelerated our raise, you know, because you know we're building out our team so we can take on to have this type of client because it will require that level of security um, on a higher scale, and then and then also um, just to to be able to to keep on re- reproducing that time over and time over, you know, cause like you said, with the widgets, it's, you know, Hey, we need all of these widgets and it needs to meet these requirements. And, um, until we need to really get it out there. <clears throat> let me, let me take a little different tack right now. Your customer is, or is, is, is anyone who's looking for a job who might be a consumer of cannabis. That's your customer. Like the 13,000, they, the, what attracted them to the site and the service is that if they fit that, fit that profile, they can go to the site and they can get information about available employers to them. Correct. Correct. If they're, so, yes. So now you're considering having a different kind of customer. Like what is it, what's the, an employer at like, how does that change things? Like, is there new services that you're offering uh, that makes the employer? Cause any employer can go to the site now. Um, or anyone could be applying to a job for a job based on the fact that they found out the information on your site. So what does it mean to, that you're going to have an employer? Uh, a, a large account, one specific account, like I'm talking about a large account. I don't want to go, you know, I don't want to throw a company name out there, but of if course. we were to bring on, yeah, yeah, yeah. If we were to, to bring on a larger account uh, to handle that, you know, for the job seeker, our customer, you know, we're, we're job, we're job board. You know, any employer can come on our site. Anybody can come. If you do not screen for marijuana at all, or if you dropped it from your panel, finally it's home for you. You know, we want the employers to get an understanding of that. So for us to to have multiple employers to come on as we do now, but as we prepare to scale, um, we want to be able to handle uh, the the traffic and the things that come with a large account such as so. So it so sounds they, like they're already a two-sided marketplace, Jonathan, from what I'm, I'm hearing. It. It's just a, a getting a scaling the, the big to bigger, bigger and bigger clients and maybe employee bases too, but it, you're already working with employers and physicians and employees in your current model, right? Absolutely. Okay. And yeah. And, and that's the, and that's the thing, you know, it's, it's a little unique what we have, because, you know, for us, not only is the job seeker, you know, let's just say if they're, you know, they're looking to, to see if they may qualify for medical marijuana, they can do that through our site. You know, that they're a job seeker and they can find out if they're a potential patient as well. You know, so for us, we really want to be able to help identify these people so we can get them in the right, get deliver them to the right people. If, if, if you need to be treated, here's a medical marijuana physician for you. And if you're looking for an employer that does not screen, um, that way you can get appropriately hired for your talents and what you're qualified for, then this is home because the employers are excited to meet you. 
You know, Amazon came out publicly and said that they don't screen anymore for marijuana. Like it's it's one of those things where more and more companies have come out. Uh, Legislation has been passed that says that you cannot for pre-employment. So, you know, for us, it's kind of transitioning today's job seeker into a more uh, suitable space for the future. Did you want to follow that up, Sam, or? I oh, could, I was uh, just clarifying. Go ahead. You can finish where you're headed <laughs> with that. So let me, uh, uh, I'll say what you don't want to do when you're scaling. So right now it sounds like there's a host of opportunity coming your way. Like you have a lot of different possibilities of what you could be building and how mm-hmm. this can evolve and how it can grow. And the, the problem is, and this goes to what Sam was saying, you can't scale something you don't know what it is yet. So if, if like you mentioned, doctors want to come on or, or you know, there's a healthcare space, et cetera, if, if all these things come on, each one of them is a new service. It's, a, it's like a new company on some levels for you because you don't know how to do it you, and it's a new market. So the customers don't know exactly what they would want out of it. They might say so, but so there's a lot of learning to do in that process. So the, the problem is that, that when people are thinking of, of a company, like uh, you, you have the opposite problem with most people. You, your opportunities just are keep popping up, popping up, all, you know, you know, we, that's, a, that's, not, that's a phenomenal thing, <laughs> which is, which is a great problem, you know, a great problem to have. Yeah. And most startups, like they can't even get like the first problem they're trying to solve uh, to the market and even know if the market even wants what they have, you know, so you're, you're past that. But the problem is that or where it can become a problem is if you try chasing all these things at the same time and just grow, you're not going to satisfy anyone. You're not going to have a customer that is satisfied. So, Presumably, the 13,000 who have come on, they like what the product is right now. And if you were to add an employer to it, you want to just make sure that you, A, are very clear on who your customer is and what your objective is. So because otherwise, your customer could be, oh, wow, I didn't even know that so-and-so was a possible customer. I didn't even realize that doctors could, you know, might want to do this. I, I didn't, you know, et cetera. And then suddenly you have just all these different profiles competing for your energy and you start losing your mission and you start not being able to do any of it very well. So I think that's, you know, we're getting to the crux of it a little bit, Mm -hmm. but you want to be very, very clear. And I would balance that though with if you haven't built the product to what you originally envisioned yet, so you're still at the stage of doing a prototype, let's say. So you never intended, you always intended that mega employers were going to be on there, doctors are going to be there. Like you intended this whole thing. In that case, we would always recommend scoping it down small to start, to prove it, get your processes down, and then you can start scaling. Mm-hmm. So in the case of the employer, you might start having 20 employers, mega employers who want to be on the site. And, and then that's a great problem to have, but it's one that it's very hard, even whatever funds are coming your way, organizing that toward a product that's going to make sense to anyone becomes very hard if, all, if what you're doing from the get-go is trying to satisfy so many people. So I'll, I'll, I'll pause there and see if any of that resonates. Yeah, absolutely. I appreciate the feedback. Um, you know, the, I think one of the great things about uh, this platform and what we're building is that our primary focus is getting people access to jobs. 
number one. Alongside of that is getting people access to doctors as well. They run one and the same for us. And the unique thing is this is this is what they call unseen hours. You guys see one year of finally, but what you didn't see is the three years prior of the company that we had, that I had, which was, this is a, finally is a, a, a rebrand and a brand new different company, but we've had traffic, we've had doctors. Um, so now where we're at, it's, it's ultimately understanding our customer more and connecting them with the right people. So on the employer side, to, to like you said, having more employers come on, on board. For us, it's the education, you know? And the, the thing is, employers should love to come to this site because there's people hitting walls that's applying for their jobs or not applying to their jobs, you know? And, and that I think is the biggest thing for us. And then also doing that and, and going back to the college, going back to that, to, to today's current workforce, you know, it's a, this, we're, all this is, is an identification issue. It's, it's hugely identifying. And I think for us to bring that clarity for the employers, yes, that's what we are. We are home for that. And then handling it, you know, we handle, we have tons of employers on our sites now. Um, you know, the, the traffic that we have and the, the placements that we've received, you know, it's it's been tremendous and that's the main reason why we are growing and scaling so we can kind of hand so we can handle it more um and really take it in stride but i but i will say um it's um so if you haven't noticed when when obstacle comes i get excited so like for me most people think problem i think opportunity you know what I mean? Like that. So John, so like when you're like, when the problem, I'm like, oh, was well, it really a problem or is it like a sidestep? You know, uh, cause that's, that's how I am. Um, and, and I think one of the challenges alongside, excuse me, uh, going back to what you said, John, one of the challenges alongside of that is, is, is really getting the people inside of these, uh, the, the large employers, getting the people to understand, cause these are the same people. You know, like if you're uh, if you're inside of a large company or a large firm and you're consuming cannabis, you're someone that identifies with his site. You know, this is goes back to what I said before, inside out thing. It's really an identification thing. You know, um, the, the jobs that we're posting, if they, these are quality people that we want to uh, have opportunity and their patience. Mm -hmm. I, I I'm I'm still not 100 percent like where you are in the build of the product. Cause I think mm -hmm. that for the whole conversation, we're using build growth and scale interchangeably. Um, but they're very, they're a little bit, well, they're distinct because growth implies you have a process that's repeatable and you're mm -hmm. just adding more to it. As Sam was saying, but the, but you, uh, it, I don't know like the current employers who are on the site, they're smaller employers that are on the site or do you not need employers yet on the site or, like, like they don't need a specific participation role other than the fact that you can access the, the, inf their information, if that makes so sense. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, there's certain things I didn't really want to go specifically into, you know, just Got for, okay. you know, you yeah. know that if, if, 
And I was I was trying to allude to that, you know what I mean, for certain oh, IP stuff. Okay. You get what I'm saying? So like okay. if I've been dancing around it for the past couple of minutes and it's like that's okay. yeah. So right. um we will so break you. We, <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah, because you're probably like, hey man, it's not really resonator connecting. It's like we, you know, um, so one, employers are coming to post on our site. Two, these are large national employers. Three for us or four. What we're trying to do is we're raising capital so we can handle all of it. But within the mix of everything that we're doing, there is some special IP that we have going on that I love. And um, but I, I hear you, John. Um, so I, I would my, my point is because your mission is so passionate, you're, you're passionate about your mission. You're very clear about your mission. It resonates, you know, to, to the to the audience, uh, no doubt. Um you want to just make sure that you focus on sol- on on meeting that mission in in a in a in a clear way before you start pursuing too many opportunities, because then what or make sure they're they're separate in in, in the effort because until you have one of something you have not, none of something so mm. until you have a site that's doing all the things that it you know the the minimal things it needs to do to get to solve the problem for the, the cannabis user, uh, you're, you're still in build mode, you know? Mm-hmm. So you, so you don't have a problem of scale yet. You just have a problem of building the site to be fully what it needs to be as an MVP. Yeah. yeah in that case, idea. you just probably want to pick one or two or three, maybe employers. So that way you get their feedback, like almost like pilot partners, you know, or, um, uh, or launch partners who, right are part of what you're doing. They're giving you feedback. Both of you are getting something out of it. And then, boom, you have your build. And now that thing can start running in processes that you understand and that work and, mm. and that clearly have a positive uh, uh, value being produced for people. And then you could start uh, expanding that and do it and going into other areas. So mm-hmm. uh, I'll see if that resonates. <clears throat> Absolutely. Um, yeah, yeah. It's uh, it, it definitely resonates. You know, the employer feedback for us has um, has been phenomenal. We have some internal surveys um, based off of the data that we did for before we even launched, you know, just to kind of understand the problem uh, holistically. So, you know, and, and in bringing on the employer partners that we have, you know, one of our first relationships with, with, with uh, La Cologne, it's a big coffee company out here in Philadelphia, you know, to, to have them come on and, and post jobs, you know, has been phenomenal for us. So, um, and, and they're just one of many employers that come in and post and pay for jobs. So, um, yes, it, it's, it's definitely, it, it resonates. I hear you. Yeah. And, and I'll just add, like, to try to summarize, I think, what, what our advice generally is with scaling. I think the, the it's more of a, a cautionary advisement mm-hmm. because, like you said, you're sitting on the precipice of incredible opportunity. You're about to get funded. You've got all these incredible uh, client and sort of growth opportunities. I think the biggest thing that we're trying to articulate is always know what you are at your core and the service mm-hmm. that you're trying to provide and don't lose sight of that because I... I I'll, I'll take a risk. I kind of messed up. I feel like my widget factory example earlier. So I'm going to try to do another physical example and see if I can hit it this time. Like you don't want to become like right now, when you start a good company, let's say your knife, and then somebody asks you to add a screwdriver and you become a Swiss army knife. Mm. It's very easy then to keep adding and adding to the point where it won't make sense anymore. And you won't have an identity. And then there is nothing to scale and grow from because nobody wants to buy 
the product anymore if it loses its core identity of trying to do what it's supposed to be doing. So like you can start adding certain functions as you grow and as you also expand and scale out your capability at the same time. But I think it's going to be the, the danger that you're walking into is the danger of too much energy. And that energy, if it's not controlled and focused, will change the company in ways that become so variable and so heavy that it bogs you down. So it's kind of this counterintuitive wisdom a bit where you've got, you could go anywhere, especially with funding. That's when it really gets dangerous because you could do anything and you could build anything, but making sure that you know a very clear identity and the very clear set of functions that has made you successful to this point that can maintain their integrity is going to be super critical to navigate, um, you know, the coming months or years for the company. Yeah. And the way you can make sure that you keep that focus is by knowing very clearly who your customer is. Because when you went through the whole um, scenario, you're saying, and this benefits employers as well, and it benefits, in other words, it benefits a lot of people. But your customer is that person who uses cannabis. You, the per, when, when you were sitting there you know, mm -hmm. and saying, I need a job, or your friend was saying, uh, I, don't, uh, I don't think I could even apply there. Like That's the person you're trying to help. And then just, you know, as an example, imagine you bring on these new employers and it's, it's amazing and you're able to successfully do it. But if your focus isn't on the safe space that you're creating, let's say these employers put all these requirements. They want extra data about the, the candidates. They want extra screens the candidates have to go through, you know, to um, verify themselves or whatever. And before you know it, the employers feel really good and you have a great site but you don't have a great site for the, uh, for the customer anymore because they don't feel so safe. But if you keep your eye focused on them and also know the employers are a means to an end, without them, there's no jobs, um, mm -hmm. you're more likely to maintain your mission and your <clears throat> differentiators and be successful as you, as you build and grow. But if you try uh, treating each opportunity as something you want to conquer only and you lose sight of what's keeping a cohesive, hmm. the problem is that you can end up failing in all of them. We don't think right. you would, but I'm just saying, yeah. you know, I hear you. that's the danger. Yeah. Yeah. The, you know, the, what are they, the, the common scale, you know, you don't want to grow too fast and, you know, scale too quickly. Um, and, and understanding our user, you know, for us, um, you know, our customer identifier is unique, um, which is, I think, what makes us unique. Um, I didn't, I didn't not go into specifics for no reason, but it, you know, it, you know, I'll, I'll just, yeah, yeah. I, I will say, um, our core mission and what we're doing right now is getting people jobs and getting them access to medical physicians. Now with, with that, like I said, with that being said, you know, it, it, it's, what it's, what excuse me, it's what got us here. You know, um, the thing is, all we're doing is being responsive to what's being told to us. So this platform is a reflection of the need that essentially has arise. And, 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 and here's another thing, like, you know, we go to the bounce back to the employer, the doctor side for us, you know, us connecting the patients with doctors, you know, this was an opportunity that, essentially came about it from the problem, you know? So, you know, so we sought to see it, which is why, you know, 
you know, you got to get out there and you got to, you, you got to get it right. You know, that's the cool thing about it. You know, if it's, you know, you know, you could do all, I could do all things, but fail, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I, I hear you. <laughs> um, but no, thank you so much, John. I really appreciate it. Yeah. So there's a lot of different ways scaling could go. I know we've talked about it from different angles. Um, before we overload you, is there any, hopefully we've offered some clarity. Is there any other questions or clarifications or any place else you'd like to go, Damien, as we're kind of getting close to time? Any other burning thoughts? Um, no burning thoughts. Um, you know, I think the, the one thing is, um, I mean, you had spoke yesterday about um, delegation and everything like that. And I was just mm-hmm. saying, like, it's just for us, you know, it's a cool time just because, you know, we're hiring. You know, we're 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 growing our product and 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 also, you know, as a new startup tech, like, you know, I'm a I told you I come from sports management, you know, to be a new founder in a technology space, you know, um, I'm learning. And the only way you can learn is to get out there, experience it, fail, learn fast, get up, keep on rolling. Um, but yeah, right now we're excited just because. We're going to be delegating. We're going to be hiring and um, just excited to go out there and, and get our product out there. Yeah. Nothing too much, Sam. I don't want much, man. You know, I don't want much, <laughs> No, I got you. Yeah, and I'll, and I'll reflect the comment, especially <laughs> we didn't get to talk about delegation too much in this episode. But I think the the heart of what we've been talking about is when you think, when you consider scaling and then you consider delegating as part of that mechanically, it's all just about what you are scaling. And I think that's what a lot of our conversation mm-hmm. today was about. And when you can clearly articulate what parts of the business need to scale and what parts need to stay the same, then that's the, that's the center of your delegation conversation. Because once you can make that mm-hmm. list saying like, we need to scale some of the technical components, we might need to scale some of the marketing components or customer service or client success, whatever it is, then it gives you a template basically to say, these are the roles or the functions that we need to enable that. But there has to be a one-to-one association between what the scaling is, because I think delegation you'll find challenging if you're saying we're going to scale the whole thing and we're going to bring on new customers and we're going to build new capability. But then who is the person you need to enable that? It's got to get down to that level of what are the actual technical components that need to be built? What are the actual new functions we might need to be adding? What are the new requirements to bring on, you know, from 13,000 to 26,000 or 40,000 people? And then breaking that down into the actual roll cards of the people that would need to be doing the things. And that's where the delegation can become successful. I think one of the things we've seen in our space, especially um, just to kind of comment on this piece uh, of the scaling is if you have a startup and you're used to doing everything and then just hiring a bunch of people who are also talented, who can do everything, especially if you get funded, you're going to, you're going to eclipse the point where that's going to become uh, help you be more successful, it's going to help you get more bogged down and confused because as more people enter mm. the endeavor, they need to have clearer and clearer roles. And that's sort of really fundamental to the delegating part of, of what you're about to consider. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. It's, um, it's different. It's hiring in a different world. You know, it's, um, you know, like I said, I've, I've, I've done, you know, hiring and management before I'm, I'm excited to do it in tech. And also I'm excited to, to bring on people you know, and provide them a space to thrive. Um, I think that, I, I think that's, you know, that's a core part of how we can get to where we're going. You know, there's some fast, like I said, I'm a non-technical founder. So a lot of this is, a lot of this, honestly, guys, you know, a lot of this is me learning, you know, some of the questions that you ask, some, 
some of those, you know, questions that you're asking, I haven't even gotten to them questions yet, you mm-hmm. know, in terms of, 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 of where we're, you know, optimizing in certain facets of the business, you know, just because we're so young and early, but that's what also makes us nimble. That's what makes us fluid. And that's what allows us to, to kind of, when these problems do arise, figure and figure them out in real time and solving them in real time and keep on rolling. And I think that's what gives us the excitement because you're right. We don't know what this is. And I think that's our best. I think that's our best uh, trait is because um, we do know that we have something that that is here to help people. And for right now, we're going to keep we're going to keep building off of that. And, uh, and that's what I'm excited about. Well, that's 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 a great comment to to end on. So we want to thank you. I just want you to know we love what you're doing. Thank you for coming on the show and sharing your experience and kind of part of your journey and allowing us to kind of riff some ideas off of off of your growing business. Um, yeah. And other than that, I'm sure the audience will also love it too. For those of you listening, please let us know if you have any questions or comments. If you have anyone in your network or you want to come on the show, we'd love to talk to you about your business. Um, so until then, thanks for listening and we'll talk to you all next week.